You're listening to a podcast from Teacher. I'm Jo Herb. In episode four of our series on school improvement, we talked to Ray Boyd, principal of West Beachborough Primary School in Perth. Since taking on the role nine years ago, student learning outcomes have improved significantly. He's also introduced a professional recognition programme to support staff learning. Ray Boyd, uh, welcome to Teacher. Thank you very much, Jai. Um, you've been principal at West Beachborough now for nine years. Uh, can you give listeners an overview of what the school was like when you first joined? Yes, uh, I came here in 2006, uh, just towards the end of the first term. Um, essentially, I was placed in here by the, the uh, district director at the time just to reinstate policies and procedures that weren't weren't in place. Uh, from a student's perspective, the behaviour tended to be more towards the disruptive side. Um, teachers were dealing with classroom behaviour management and in most cases, but not all, teaching was actually secondary to this. Um, in 2006, 2007, we had on both years around 53, 54 suspensions, mm-hmm. um, which is a, a fair whack, totalling about 105 days. Um, there was no real sequential whole school approach to teaching and learning. And by that I mean that um, the programs weren't sequential from K to 7. There was no, uh, no common approach to teaching pedagogy in relation to delivery of curriculum. Uh, and there was no real common language surrounding um, behaviour management. Uh, obviously, while there were pockets of good teaching going on, there's um, also some pockets of poor teaching in terms of what was expected um, and teachers were pouring lots of energy into highly ineffective teaching methodologies um, and a number of the staff were working really hard but they weren't going in the right direction so they're essentially banging their head against a brick wall. Mm-hmm. So in, in terms of the uh, process to turn that around then, um, I saw that the school was subject to an ERG now. Mm-hmm. For those people who don't know, that's an expert review group, yep. isn't it, uh, which exists in WA. Yes. Um, now, that was in 2008. What exactly did that involve? Um, it essentially, it involved me being notified around August of 2008 that we were going to be involved in, in, in a review of the school's operational and instructional strategies. Um, now, there were, there were essentially two sides to this review. One side was schools were identified for exemplary practice, and then another side schools were identified as for areas of concern. Now, we were identified not for exemplary practice, but the school was picked up for areas of concern which at the time was really interesting given the reason I was put in the school in the first place. Um, But when we looked at the student um, population, the school was actually operating within the expected achievement ranges and in some cases above the school mean, uh, the school expected mean, with the exception in 2005 and 2007 where in year 5 and year 7, in both those years, sorry, year 7 and 2005, were below expected in writing and in 2007 it was our year 5s below. So what was frustrating about the, the process is if they'd done a forensic analysis of our data, we were actually travelling considerably better than most schools. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, for me initially, it was I saw it as a very negative process. Um, but in hindsight, and hindsight is a wonderful thing, <laughs> it was probably a process that we needed to go through as a staff regardless, so we managed to turn that around. Because a lot of the recommendations were already based around things that the school itself had started to do. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those, for instance, was the increase the coordination of um, student intervention and the support programs by class teachers. Now, we looked at doing that, but we've actually moved away from that recommendation because um, of what the research says in, rec- in relation to intervention st- strategies and the fact that getting my teachers to run the intervention 
and managed classes wasn't an effective teaching strategy in terms of how they were de dealing with student improvement. Um, and the other thing they put in there was um, one of one of four recommendations was the fourth one to ensure sustainability of, of instructional programs, um, which again is an interesting one because in theory sustainability works, but at the end of the day, once a a driver is removed from the school in relation to a certain program, that program tends to fall down as teachers move back to their default models. Mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting you mentioned about the intervention strategies mm -hmm. there and the research behind that. Yep. Can you just elaborate on that a little bit about why you felt that wasn't the right fit for you? Yeah, what, what, what the school used to do, and we had intervention programs here before, um, but what was very evident was the kids that went into intervention in year one were still in intervention in year seven. Mm -hmm. So it, when you go through and analyse that, you say, well, the kids are doing the same things, we're using the same approaches in intervention, but they're still in there, so why keep doing the same thing if it's not working? What we were asked or directed to do, essentially, or recommended to do, was put the kids back in the classroom and have, in the case of where there's an education assistant, the education assistant supported the student with their learning while the teacher was running their classroom instruction. Now, that's fine, but what you've essentially got is a minder sitting next to a student and the teacher's going through the work and the, the, the minder is dictating or taking the child through the process that the, the teacher's working through. Now, once that minder's removed, the kid falls in a hole because he or she hasn't been given successful literacy or numeracy strategies to enable them to cope and operate in the classroom environment. So what the, the research from Mazzano, the research from Anita and Hughes um, and various other, Hargraves, Fullen, all, all suggest is get the kid out, teach them their literacy and numeracy skills so that they can cope and then pop them back into the classroom. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's that's what we've been doing now since 2.10, and the kids' success rates are through the roof. Um, now, a key part of the journey, if you like, the school improvement journey there, what, uh, has been the professional recognition program. Yep. Yep. How does that work? That comes from the premise that essentially most teachers haven't had another teacher observe them or another professional observe them other than when they came out of um, college and they may have been going for their final prac. Um, now, I'm from the era where the district superintendent used to come and watch you for a day and go through your records. Well, that doesn't exist here in Western Australia anymore. That's well gone by the wayside. So what we did was, and it was a long process. It didn't happen overnight. Initially, we got teachers into the, pro, into the um, process of having another staff member actually watch them, watch them teach. Uh, and it wasn't for the teacher to critique what they were seeing. It was actually for the teacher who was observing to reflect on their own practices and go, okay, I'll see what Mary's doing here. Is that practical to what I'm doing? Can, can I take things that she's doing and apply it to my own teaching to grow as a professional? The teachers were very used to having my administration team in their rooms every day and through their rooms observing, so it was just actually the next step. What we then did was, I say we, my, my associate principal, Gail Higgins, then took um, the teaching performance standards uh, from AITSL, looked at all those and then go, okay, how can our teachers demonstrate these within the context of West Beach Borough Primary School? Right. All right, which was really critical. We didn't want them jumping between two documents, so we've created a, a school document. And within that, there's key things that we will observe when we go into a classroom for a formal observation. The teachers present to us um, essentially a lesson plan and we watch take corpus amounts of notes 
and then we sit in a, in a discussion with them in regards to coaching and we go through what, what we've actually seen in relation to what they're saying and where they fit in with the standards. So it was about a teacher actually, rather than looking at performance management, we're looking at professional growth. So the teacher goes, well, this is where I am, this is what I need to do, um, and, and this is where I hope to be going. And then it was our job to go, yep, I agree with what you're saying, this is what we saw, or no, we didn't see this. But it, it wasn't to, to shoot the teacher down, it was actually to help them develop themselves as, as teachers. Um, and part of that also involved getting them involved with our other coalition partner schools, Dianella Heights and Balladura, and setting up things like level three, a level three process, which we've got in Western Australia to get your next level accreditation. Um, we set up instructional rounds by going to other schools based on the, um, the medical model where you, the residents would travel around with the doctor and go, and here's Mr Jones, and he's got um, gout, tell me what his symptoms are. We did the same thing with, with our teachers going to schools. We'd go in and go, watch the lesson, and we'd come out and go, right, what are three things that we know are identified as being a highly effective teacher? Did we see them in this classroom? And it was a very closed discussion within the people who were observing that. None of that feedback got given to the teacher. Mm -hmm. um, it was all about, right, what did we see? What do we need to do to, to go on from this? Um, and then built into that too, we've, our staff now are involved in um, a lot of, one, two, three, we've got five staff now involved in um, completing their masters in regard to school leadership and effective school teaching. We've got teachers who have gone on to um, deputies positions in various schools. So again, it comes back to um, their teaching practices and being the best teacher that they can be in terms of what it is we're doing to recognise you as a teacher. Excellent. Uh, Ray Boyd, thanks very much for joining us at Teacher. You are more than welcome, Joe. To listen to more of our podcasts and to access the latest teacher articles, videos and infographics, visit www.teachermagazine.com.au or join our community on social media via Facebook and Twitter.